welcome to the All Things Arsenal podcast, where we'll be talking about all things Arsenal. Today we'll be discussing Mikel Arteta's reign and the success that he has brought to the club. We'll also be talking about the start that we've made to the Premier League season. We'll also be talking about the uh, the long-term objectives of the club, uh, the process that is in place. And will we give Mikel Arteta the time that he needs to turn Arsenal into realistic title challengers? So what do we all think then when we think about Mikel Arteta at Arsenal? Well, for me so far, I would have to say that his reign has been a success. I mean, with what he's had to deal with and where he picked Arsenal up from, I think he's been a very successful manager. We all remember that where we were when Unai Emery left us was a really dark, cold place. Um, we were languishing around mid-table. You know, we were on a really poor run of form. Uh, the players didn't look like they wanted to be there. They didn't look like they wanted to play for the manager. I mean, we were just a complete and utter mess. And... I'm not really a fan of managers getting sacked. In fact, I'm quite against it. Uh, I think maybe part of that is um, because pretty much my whole life, Arsene Wenger was in charge, so I'm not used to seeing managers come and go. But I think managers deserve time to implement their philosophy. I think they deserve time to get the players that they want. So when Emery did get the I was sad, but at the same time, I think it was the right decision for the club. Uh, I think, you know, once you've lost a dressing room, then there really is no way back for you. And there's a lot of stuff happened around that time. Obviously, we all know what happened with Valen Xhaka, where, you know, he told the fans where to go. And the whole situation behind the scenes, I think there was a lot of friction between the dressing room. There was players that were that didn't want to be there. It was just a complete mess. And Mikel Arteta was appointed in December and I wasn't sure about the appointment at the time. You know, there's other managers out there that we could have gone for. I think the only thing that held me back really from appointing Mikel Arteta was the fact that he had no experience before. Um, you know, he was always... Pep Guardiola's assistant manager. So I thought he was really brave to go from what I would say was a comfortable position for him to be in, just being Pep Guardiola's number two, where obviously he was having lots of lots of success, you know, winning Premier League titles, winning Carabao Cups, FA Cups. He could quite easily have just stayed there and just, you know, been there. But he decided, do you know what, I want to go off on my own and create my own legacy. And that's what he did. He came to Arsenal, he's become a manager. And for him, it was, it was a massive job. It was a massive job for whoever was going to take charge at Arsenal Football Club. Um, because it wasn't just a case of just improving the results. It was a case of actually fixing the dressing room. Because the dressing room was... A complete mess. There was no team cohesion. The dressing room atmosphere in general was poor. Um, 
and even the atmosphere across the fans was really bad around that time. So Mikel Arteta had to fix so much in such a short period of time. And I would say that his whole nine months he's been here, I mean, he has achieved, I mean, he's won the FA Cup, he's won the Community Shield, you know, he got us back into the Europa League. I know we should be aiming higher than that, but for where we were, I thought getting into Europe at all was a success. And credit to him, credit to him. I mean, it's a big step up for him to go from assistant manager to, you know, manager. And not just like a manager at like a, you know, with all due respect, like a League Two club or League One club. He's gone to one of the biggest clubs in the world, one of the biggest clubs in England, Arsenal. And, you know, he's, there's still work to be done. There's still a lot of work to be done and there's still a big gap from where we are now to where we want to be. But slowly he's bridging that gap. You know, he's bringing in the players he wants. He's slowly getting them to play in the way he wants them to play. He's improved us so much in defence. And offensively, we're still really good. Um, you can see that he's bringing the team together. The dressing room atmosphere seems to have improved. Uh, we're, you know, the, the, the atmosphere across the fans has got better. I think I think the fans and the the dressing room are all behind him. I can say that. So he's come a long way in such a short space of time and for all that's happened, I mean with you know coronavirus affecting the season, I mean Mikel Arteta even got coronavirus himself. But I think he could take us uh, a long way, but for what he's done so far, uh, I, th I think winning the FA Cup was a massive achievement, not just because we won the Cup and, you know, with all the prize money and all that comes with it, obviously keeping the morale high by winning a trophy, but I think it meant so much in, the, in terms of, you know, we got Europa League football through that, that comes with a lot of money, that's another another route to getting back into the Champions League. I think it meant a lot where it probably convinced the Yang to stay because he thought, you know what, we are winning trophies, we are in Europe, maybe I will stay and sign that new contract. Other players that we were interested in, the like of you know, Gabriel, William, Danny Ceballos that was there already, they all probably just thought, you know, there is something going on here and I want to be part of it. So it's brought new players. It's helped us keep players at the club. I thought that FA Cup was really significant, uh, not only to Arteta's reign, but to Arsenal's history. Because I think if we hadn't won the FA Cup, maybe Aubameyang wouldn't have signed. Maybe Gabriel wouldn't have joined us. Maybe Dias Baos wouldn't have come back. Maybe William wouldn't have come to us. I think we would have dropped massively if we hadn't won the FA Cup because we would have no European football to offer. But winning the FA Cup, you know, making a statement, keeping ourselves in the Europa League, I think it was a big, big difference. Probably more significant than 
what would have happened if we won the Europa League last year. I think the FA Cup, winning the FA Cup this year for me was more significant for us than if we had won the Europa League last year. Because I think the, the drop that our football club would have suffered would have been a lot worse if we hadn't won the FA Cup than what had happened when we didn't win the Europa League last year. And then he continued that success by winning the Community Shield. And, you know, a lot of people, you know, they're not really interested in the Community Shield and people kind of, you know, laugh at the suggestion that the Community Shield is a major trophy. But for me, personally, you know, I don't care what people think. I think the Community Shield is a major trophy because at the end of the day, if you look at the last four Community Shields that Arsenal have won, we had to beat the Premier League champions every single time we won those Community Shields. And that was the case again when we beat Liverpool most recently in the, in, on penalties. So, you know, within a year, less than a year, Mikel Arteta has won two trophies. You know, fair enough, obviously, the Europa League campaign was a bit of a disaster, losing to Olympiacos and, you know, the Carabao Cup, he, he was already out. He wasn't even able to compete in that because we already got knocked out by Liverpool. The Premier League, we finished eighth. I think our lowest finish in 25 years. But that, that is not necessarily his fault. He just came in and we were already mid-table by the time he took over. So that's not really his fault. So you'd have to analyse it and say he's done a really good job so far. Um, I think he has been a successful manager so far. And um, I just hope that these times can keep going. The Premier League campaign so far, well, <laughs> not a lot to talk about really. I mean, we've just only played two games so far. Um, in total, we played four. Uh, obviously, we won the Community Shield against Liverpool on penalties, which was a big achievement for us. We then had Fulham away at Craven Cottage, which we won 3-0. I thought we were really convincing that day. Um, first half, obviously, Lacazette scored early on. Um but I thought it was pretty even that first game uh, at the first half. Uh, but the second half, we completely blitzed Fulham. I mean, absolutely caused them all sorts of problems. I mean, that game could quite easily have been five or six, quite easily. Um, so, yeah, it was good to see, obviously, uh, Bamiang get on the score sheet as well. Gabriel score his first goal in the Premier League. Always seems to be a good day when Aubameyang and Lacazette both get on the score sheet. Um, and then after that, we followed with uh, a home game at the Emirates against West Ham, which uh, I don't really know what happened to us in that game. And we, we just didn't really turn up. I mean, yes, we got three points. We won the game 2-1. Uh, you know, Lacazette scored with a good header uh, early on in the game. But we went into the half-time uh, interval 1-1 after Antonio equalised. But the second half, I mean, West Ham had so many chances. And if I'm honest, we really rode our luck at times. And then Danny Ceballos and his best friend in Ketia uh, linked up for the, the second goal in Ketia, scoring, tapping into an empty net. Um... But yeah, I mean that. I mean that was a very different performance to the Fulham one. I mean the Fulham one was, you know, easy for us. But that West Ham game, we made that really hard work 
upon ourselves. I don't really know what it was. I mean, we had a week break. But for some reason, we just didn't really get going in that game. And very fortunate to get the three points, if I'm being honest. So, so far, we've got two wins, uh, six points. Um, And for me, like, with the games that are coming up, because we've got a really hard schedule coming up in terms of the Premier League games, it was really important that we got six points out of six for those first two games. We then had our most recent game, which was in the third round of the Carabao Cup, where we beat Leicester City 2-0 at the King Power Stadium, uh, which I have to say, that's not been a happy hunting ground for us in most recent times. They've given us a few wallopings there. Um, But I think both teams decided to rotate. Um, But, I mean, we were okay. I mean, we did all right. I mean, you know, obviously in Ketia scored again which is good to see him getting on the score sheet uh, back to back games then obviously um, Pepe forced an own goal but we did okay we were comfortable but I thought Leicester were absolutely shocking in that game Leicester didn't cause us any problems at all um, and I think we took advantage of a really poor performance from Leicester I'm not taking anything away from us I thought we did okay it wasn't one of our best performances, but Leicester, I mean, they made it so easy for us. And we got ourselves into the fourth round of the Carabao Cup. And, yeah, we'll be facing Liverpool next week at Anfield on Thursday. So, yeah, we've got Liverpool twice next week, followed by Sheffield United on the weekend. So that'd be good fun. But... Yeah, no, do you know what? A good start to the season. I can't complain. We've won all four of our games so far. So in terms of um, all of that, we need to make sure that we keep this run of form going. So what is the long-term process? What is the long-term ambition for Arsenal Football Club? Well, I think Mikel Arteta has made that quite clear at most recent times. Um, particularly when speaking with William, William revealing that when he'd signed for Arsenal, a big part of him wanting to join Arsenal was the fact that Arteta said, William, in three years, we'll be winning the Champions League. Um, Yeah, I mean, for me, I think that's very ambitious, that we one way of saying it. Um, I think... I like that about him. I really do. I think to come out and say you want to win the big prizes says a lot about you. And I think when you've got people like that who are ambitious, that want to win, it really does, you know, help the dressing room pull towards the same direction because everyone's motivated and everyone wants to get behind you, especially Arteta because the players respect him so much. And I think that's evident in what some of the players have said. And that's the reason why Bamiyan said one of the main reasons Bamiyan wanted to sign that contract extension. So I think what we, I mean, in my opinion, this is just my opinion, people should give the process time. Because you've got a young manager who is still learning. Don't get me wrong, he's done brilliant things but he's still learning you've got young players who are developing we've got new players that are 
getting used to the Premier League. And I would love to see Arsenal get back in the Champions League this season. I would love nothing more than to see them get back to where we all want them to be, which is to be competing in the Champions League. What I would say as well is that, again, I'll say you've got to be patient. You've got to give this whole process time. I've seen people online, I've seen them say, you know, now that we've signed a few players, everyone's getting a little bit too happy and saying, oh, we're going to finish second, we're going to finish third. Well, hang on one second. Just hang on. I, I appreciate the optimism and, you know, I like the confidence. But just remember, we finished eighth last season. I don't want to put a downer on it. I'm not trying to be Mr. You know, Grumpy. We need to remember how bad we were last season. A few signings is not going to miraculously win us the league or get us second. You've got the likes of Liverpool, Manchester City, Chelsea will be stronger this season. It's not going to be that easy. And I hope we do get Champions League football. Don't get me wrong, I hope we win the title. But we need to be realistic as well. And I think even if we didn't get Champions League this season, if we finished fifth or sixth, or if we didn't win the Europa League, you know, don't jump on Arteta's back. Don't jump on the players' backs. Give it time. Because it could take maybe two seasons for us to get back in the Champions League. Because you can't... People are putting too much pressure on players like Saliba, in my opinion. They're saying, oh... William Saliba, he's got all the answers. He's going to come back and he's going... He's still very young. He's not played in the Premier League yet. Gabriel still getting used to the league. You know, just give the players time. Don't get too overexcited. Be excited. Be excited. But don't be overexcited, is what I would say. And, you know, if they don't get a Champions League, I don't want to hear anyone saying, oh, Arteta out, because, honestly... This is the problem with modern day football. That managers don't get time. I've seen at other clubs, I've seen at Chelsea, I've seen at Tottenham, where they just don't give the managers time. And it's just, it's wrong. It's really wrong. I think managers should get time. You look at what Liverpool have done with Jurgen Klopp. I'm not saying that it's the same case. I mean, Jurgen Klopp took four years before he won silverware. Arteta has already won silverware. But what I'm trying to say is that Jürgen Klopp came in and he said, you know, give us time, give us four years and we'll win the big ones. And he did. And they did. And that's what happened. And I think it's going to be the same case. Well, maybe not the same case, but maybe a similar case with Arsenal, where it could take us four or five years to get to that level where we are competing for the title, where we are competing in the Champions League. I think it will take us around that sort of time to, to get back to that. So, if it takes us a couple of years to get back in the Champions League, then so be it. But at least we're all pulling in the right direction. At least we're all singing off the same hymn book. You know, Arteta is implementing his philosophy even more to the players. The players are getting to know each other. They're getting to know the Premier League. It's giving Arteta enough transfer windows to buy the players that he wants and to get rid of the players that he doesn't want. And this is the thing. And this is where... People need to give him time. Give Arteta the time. Because I've seen what he can do already with players that he doesn't want. 
and from where we were. I mean, we were, like I said, we were in a a, a, a dire position. Um, so I think if he's done this already with this group of players, imagine what he could do with the players that he wants and by that time implementing the way he wants to play football. I mean, it could be it could be massive. It could be absolutely massive. And I'm really looking forward to seeing what he can do. Thank you very much for listening to the All Things Arsenal podcast. Uh, this has been my first podcast, so I've really enjoyed making this and I'm hoping to bring out more content in the future. Uh, I just want to apologise to some of the uh, for some of the audio problems that I've had during the podcast. Uh, I've actually plugged in a microphone to my phone to record this and realised that part of the podcast was actually unplugged <laughs> like a donut. So... I do apologise for that, but regardless, I hope you have enjoyed listening to my podcast. I'm hoping to bring out, like I said, more podcasts in the future, so I hope you'll, you'll listen to those as well. And thank you very much again for your time, and come on the Arsenal. Mm-hmm.